Rico coming in hot with yeah, the beats. Yeah, Rico. We gotta give a pro- give beats a pro- by Rico. Yeah, beats by Rico. It all started here in Lincoln, 937 Ticket Rico. Beats, man. You beats. Can see, I can see Rico blowing up. Blowing up. Living on Miami with sunglasses. <laughs> he fit in down there. Yeah, he he's do. got that. Yeah. He's got that look. Yep, that is Rico. He's got that look. Old school, we are back. Uh, we mentioned it before going on the break, talking about uh, coaches' staffs and how they sometimes can, I, I'll call it, stymie themselves, uh, both as a coach and then maybe as a program if you – uh i i would call it turn the page or um what would i guess write the book for a player or 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 a, you know, a group of players too early and too quick because i am i i mean they're you know generally when you come into college you want to have your first impression is your lasting one but there could be other things that need to happen to help somebody develop you they might need to be more comfortable in living in Lincoln. They might be more comfortable in being in a team. They might have to have a relationship with the coach to so, you know, like Kenny Wilhite knows how to push him. Or they didn't come from a disciplined high school program or knew how to train. Therefore, their development is delayed versus somebody coming from a high school program that ever since they were in eighth grade or freshman year, they've been grinding. You know what I'm saying? And I think sometimes you know, and I think it's a little bit a microcosm of society where they want things so quick, right? And it, that's player and coach, player and coach, and fans. They want you to come out of high school and live up to all the expectations that are way too high. Step on the field as soon as possible, and then you're the best that ever played in that position, and go to the pros. And then next thing you know, here comes another one, rinse and repeat. It doesn't happen like that. And people have this understanding or this false narrative of places like Alabama and Georgia that they get, yes, they get great recruiting classes, but those players are developed. Now they might develop faster because they're, you know, they're, they're getting the, the top of the cream of the crop. Right. But they're still developed. Yes. Like people don't understand, like, like Jonathan Allen, who a friend of mine represents in pain, they didn't start as freshmen. They might, they didn't, they redshirted. And then you have guys that end up being, like Mobley, that was a linebacker there. Like he played, he was a redshirt freshman running down on kickoff. That's it. Earning his stripes and developing and becoming a player that when he started, he obviously lived up to his billing. And so I wanted to ask you about that. Um, and you being obviously privy to different staffs. And, you know, obviously I'm not going to name any names. And the good thing about it is you've, you've been what three staffs, right? Mm-hmm. It, was, it was Bo, Bo, Riley, Riley and Frost. Frost. How cringeworthy or well, what do you mean? Let me let me rephrase that. Like, why is it you think that some coaches and some staffs recruit a kid and then by the end of their first year, they'll be like, Oh, he can't play. And then now you got the kid for almost four and a half more years because if you redshirt, obviously he's gonna be here for five years. Why do you think that happens? It goes back to doing your homework. There's no exact science to recruiting. There isn't. But if you, as a staff, nine times out of ten, the head coach makes a final decision on who you take. He's he's making the final. He's checking off who you take. So so essentially, if I see Austin, and I'm like that dude can play. Yes. And then and say I'm the whatever whatever coach you are whatever coach I am because now I want to I'll ask you this before you get going. So if I'm a linebacker coach and say my area is 
Florida mm -hmm. or, you know, just that part of the country. And Austin is a tight end. But I say I'm going to watch a linebacker at Soul School when they're tight end. And, I, yeah, we might – I'm looking at him or whoever's in there. Like, I could say, hey, he he's scholarship guy. So you come back and you say, hey, the guy you were going to watch, which is the position player, you coach linebacker, so you was watching the linebacker. You may notice a tight end on his team or the other team. But you come back and go, hey, this team has a tight end that we really need Should to look at. look at. So you turn it over. Tight ends coach watch him. Checks off on him, and the head coach checks off on him. And that's when the scholarship. And that's when the scholarship offers. No. So once you get him on your campus, and after six months, you think he's not good enough, th that's not enough time. But it was being done. Right. And Because, like you said, the word development. He may have been a really good high school player, like everybody, like everybody. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, that's what people don't understand. Like nobody's guilt going to. Like, listen, people out here, even the 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 athletes in any sport that go and play Division three, they're really good high school players. Yes. So even so, when they come to Nebraska, nine times out of ten, they were the best in high school. Yes. So nobody's coming here. It's not like, oh yeah, man, we got this dude's a five star recruit. He garbage. Like he was garbage in high school. Mm -hmm. I mean, no. granted, now there's always an outlier because you, you can fudge four to five. You right. can't fudge three to five. Right. No. So again, freshman. Right. When you say he's probably the best player on his, his team. team. Oh yeah, on his team. Yes. Yeah, on his team. Right. But when he gets here at his position, just you should have three. You just the guy. So you have to take time. You have to develop. And I always say, Austin Allen was a developmental guy coming yeah. in. Basketball player. Basketball player. You can't give up on an Austin Allen. No. Now, it's it's individual, too. Now, it's up to the player, too. Right, because it's a relationship. It's a relationship. So, But the player has to put in the work right. in order to get better. So I use Austin Allen as an example. He was one of them. Cam Taylor Britt came in. He was an athlete. He had to learn how to be a defensive back. He had all the tools, but he had to learn because he played quarterback. He had to learn how to become a defensive back. Right. So he was developed. Right. He wasn't a ready-made player. Yeah, Cam Jurgens too. Cam Jurgens. He had to develop in the weight room and as a position. And change. in a position. But he had the athletic and the physical tools right. to do it, but he never snapped the ball before. You know what I mean? So you can't give up. Now, you can't have that many misses either. Right. Because if you bring in kids from Florida, mm -hmm. Georgia, yeah. And within six months, they're not good enough. Now that's on you as a staff. You didn't do your homework. You just taking somebody else's word for it. You really didn't dig down deep. Does this kid love football? Is he just doing it because he gets he gets the notoriety? Right. That's where that's where the, the That's where the rubber hits the road. Right? That's yeah. where the that's where the disconnect is. So you have to do your homework. You first and foremost, you got you gotta ask people about the kid. But then you can't give up on the kid either. Right. Because you're stuck with them. Because it's a four year, it's a four, it's a four year deal. Oh well, yeah, four five, right? Five, four, yeah. five year deal. Yeah. So, um, that's a lot of money invested. You're talking of, about meals, school, swag. Yes. Uh, you know, and my thing is, is like this. Like, I, I always said that, like this, probably this last staff wouldn't have recruited me. You know what I mean? 
they wouldn't have recruited me. Right. I mean, well, for me is because I never lived. I ain't never lived weights. I got here. I used to walk through the weight room. With T.O. T.O. I'm with you. I mean, that's the I'm first. Just, that's exactly. The, that's the first time T.O. ever got like tight me up. So you know they used to give us some sheets, right? Yes. So here's what I do. I get that sheet, and I walk around. What's on this sheet? So it's your, it's, it's your, your workout. workout. It's your ah, name. Okay. And I workout. still have mine. You do? I'll bring it in. Yeah, bring I it still in. have it. Not to cut you yeah. off, but you know how you said T.O. would run yeah. after practice? So after practice, we would go lift. You're right, yeah. So you get your sheet. Brian Bailey was my guy. Mm-hmm. I go put 135 on the weight, on the bench, do that. And I'm out because you had to get your major's lifts signed off on. <laughs> T.O. be running. He's like, Ken? That was, that was the only person I let call me Ken, but Ken, that was a quick lift. Yeah, coach, I got to go do studying. Oh, I got to go do this. Right. I hated going in that way. Bro. Hey, but see, he was you. He was better than me. <laughs> I get that bad boy and, and go in there and like dap up or whatever, see Kevin Coleman, and walk right out to the <laughs> weight room. And walk off right, right to the locker right room. Right to the locker room. Showered and back to the dorm, kicking it. Was it your freshman year? Freshman year. Oh, so so I ain't lift weights till I got. Well, when I got here, I I had never lifted weights, but when I first got here, like when we was in like freshman camp, I wasn't lifting no weights. Like, nah, man. I used to tell them like, bro, this is natural. But then, all came to fruition (laughs) (laughs) when Troy Dumas and Dante Jones and Christian Peter came in. I said, yeah, I gotta get in the weight room. Cause the brother had them pea shooters and all that <laughs> stuff. I, I was like, "Hey, I, okay." And then I was out because the the worst thing that happened was for me that boosted my head up was the brother was out there balling. So I had never played defense. So I went I went from offense to defense, and then you know, Coach G, I was linebacker. Then I'm out there knocking because I'm gonna hit you. That's one thing I'm gonna do, and I'm gonna I'm gonna find that ball. So you know, I'm out there wrecking shop. What I'm like, oh yeah, that weight stuff is for the for the sacks, right? To was like, hey man, they they tell me in the look. He's like, hey uh, Jay, uh, you know the you know they the uh, was it Boyd and and uh, Mike Arthur says uh, they hadn't seen you in the weight room <laughs> since you've been here. I was like, really? And he was like, yeah. He's like, you know, you are just part of being there. But I was like, look, man, this is natural. To was like, yeah, they was like, hey, you need to get up in there. Clint Brown was that's how me and Clint Brown came tight. That was your Clint, workout buddy. Well, Coach Sam. So we in linebacker. We in the uh they had the rush ins and the linebacker, linebacker, outside linebacker, my outside linebacker position, and the rush ins were in the same meeting room. So Coach Sam would be right where Kenny's at. And then say that was the the you know the screen. And then he he had Grant in front of him because Grant was like narcoleptic. Soon them lights go out. <laughs> but hold the thing about Grant. Grant fall asleep, but could hear everything. That was straight up. That was me. So, but then I would be sitting over there next to Mike Ruck, me and Mike Ruck. I'm over in the, right there. So it goes down. I'm thinking I'm cool. I'm just, you know, chilling. Clint Brown's in there and Troy. He's like, hey, Chief. Hey, uh, he said, Troy and uh, he said, Troy and Dante and, and, and Dwayne. He's like, we got to tighten our young buck up, right? I'm thinking it's Ruck because Ruck was, came in wolfing, mm-hmm. talking about, you know, he from St. Joe and all that. And I just kept my mouth shut, right? <laughs> So I'm thinking they th- I'm sitting back. Oh, yeah, they're gonna mess with Ruck because Ruck just been just what? yapping for two or three weeks, right? Trying to get street credit. I'm just like, hey, I ain't trying to get <laughs> I ain't trying to get tied up against the goalpost. Because they so would I'm, do it. Right. So I already seen it two or three times. I'm like, man, you hard headed. Stop talking. Just go to practice and go home. That's what I'm doing. 
He's like, yeah. He's like, yeah. Our little long, young little linebacker, <laughs> you know, Coach say our little young little linebacker think he don't need to lift no weights. Which one of y'all gonna get him right? Dwayne Harris turned around and said, "What? That's what I got." I was oh, like, "That's what know, I got." So Debo. That Debo, I was like, "Uh oh, right." <laughs> Dante, you know, he looking, you know, Dante looking at you side eye with his glasses, right? Yeah, he looking at you side eye. Troy, Troy, over Troy, Troy Doom is over there laughing, right? No, he, 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 he would laugh at you because Troy Doom is laughing because everybody looking at me. And Clint was like, "I got him." And then after that, that was it. And then I was on my way, man. Because uh, like I'm saying, I'm a firm believer, whether it was Bo, Mike Riley probably would have recruited me just because of the connection with the NFL, my dad. Mm-hmm. My dad, you know, knew Mike. Bo wouldn't have recruited me, I don't think. You know, first of all, because I'm Minnesota, from Minnesota, and I was, you know. You I, from Ohio. Right. Or, you know, anything like that. And Scott and those guys, just because of I was a, I was a developmental project. But T.O. and those guys, you know, would have done it. So I always wondered about a staff and staff meetings. And I've been in a few. But, you know, when you're on them and you have two or three different staffs where I remember, and it was way before Scott got here. So don't think this always everybody thinks if you're talking about a staff, it's about them. That I was talking to the former defensive coordinator here. And he was talking about a defense line. This was right. uh, This is right after Cam Meredith had to play defensive tackle in the big 10 championship so i don't even know if you were here and they had two or three guys i was like man what about him he on scholarship he's like oh he can't play i'm like i'm sitting there looking at him i'm sitting there like i'm sitting there thinking like you can't get 12 plays out of him 15 plays out of him so you ain't got to play one dude 50 some plays that's what you telling me that these 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 two dudes that are on scholarship that you can't sit there and say look man I need 10 plays out of you and not 10 in a row. That's what, that's where, that's why I'm asking you because I think they were so focused on it, you know, um, you know, focus on that stuff. And, and I know it was a little bit different because recruiting big 12, big 10, but at the end of the day, you, your roster is a roster. Your, your roster is your roster. And again, I always talk about coach Sam. He wanted the best guys on the field, regardless of size so he didn't care that's that's one thing he didn't care what you look like no but if you got a guy that's you got a really good athlete standing on the sideline coach sam ain't having that no he ain't having that we got to find somewhere to put him and it goes back to my guy harbert he gonna be somewhere i told you that he's a really good athlete you can't have him standing on the side well, i'm gonna tell you like this you though. can't i'm gonna tell you this you gotta find a position for football him. nation Social media, I can promise you, as God is my witness, that man would never hit me like that. Harburg. They probably don't know what you're talking about, but there's yeah, a video. They, they, they put, put a, a video, video out in, in Harburg. They, they must have did a toss, and then the quarterback kind of goes Lay and finds somebody. Block. He rocked the mic <laughs> on a defender. Let me tell you something. Not Come, by a quarterback. Hey, not hey, by a quarterback. I don't care who it was. The next day at practice, I don't care if we out there in shells. I'm ripping your head off. I'm trying to knock your head off the white meat. I'm just trying to take your head off. Period. A quarterback launched and depleted you. That can happen. Now it'd be different if he if you didn't see him, because everybody got got got. Yeah, you, you can got you know, got. You, you, you running and then you turn. Boom. You, that I mean that's just you think like oh that was a cheap shot. He squared you up. But here, but here's what all jokes aside. 
I mean, we'll go to break and get our short one in. This is this is the easier one. We're on the stream. We can just do what the hell we want. <laughs> DP and he down there drinking pina coladas and like I mean between, between DP and Eric, man. He strict was in the day. I know he was. He was in. The I day. know. I, I heard him. He talking about he getting summer sexy and stuff and all that <laughs> stuff, man. Always strict, you know. But I'm gonna tell you this though. The all jokes aside, Harburg is making a name for himself. Most likely not a quarterback because at the end of the day, whether Casey starts or Sim starts or Sim starts and Casey's the backup, vice versa, you number three, you only getting in there if it, it had a high water didn't happen. All right. But when you see somebody with that type of athletic ability and he's kind of embraced it of getting a chance, a new lease on life in his football life. And he and he's on record as saying he's open to a position change, which is not normal for quarterbacks. I don't remember any quarterbacks here that said that I, every quarterback that's left. Well, you, well McCaff, no, McCaffrey was like, I ain't doing it. And everyone but they did somewhere else. Yeah. But but that's only because everywhere he went to Louisville and they was like, no, no. And then he went to right. And then they were like this. He knew he ain't had no more other spots. But normally a quarterback is going to say no. So for the fact that he's open to it. You know, it'd be very hard for them not to keep him on the team and put him somewhere, even if it's at at like a and I hate to say it because this dude. Has bamboozled the league (laughs) like no other, like Taysom Hill, I'm telling you. Bro, don't knock that man hustle. Man. I'm not knocking his hustle. <laughs> but why are you getting quarterback money and you ain't that, that's on the GM. That is. That's on Sean that's Payton. On, that's that, on the, that is. That's on the GM and the owner. I'm not knocking his hustle, but I'm just saying, all right, I was I was yeah. that was sometime hate. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying? I, you know, I apologize. There you go. There you go. You know, it, it takes a man. It take, I you know what I was hate Taysom Hill. Get, you know, your get your money. Get your bread. Because as many as many it, for Taysom Hill, there's 50 other cats that got didn't get their money. You get it and keep getting it too. Cause you know what? If you don't work out in New Orleans, you can always go to Denver because Sean Payton like you. So you're gonna mess around. He's gonna mess around and get 10 years in and can't play dead. But real quick Chase Daniels. Like, but he can actually play though. Because he runs scout team like no other. And when he get in there, he'll win you a game. Huh? He, he, when he goes in, he plays good. Look, when you play for the Chiefs, you Andy Reid signed off on you. You good. That's like the that's like the golden <laughs> step. That's like that's like the Don of the Mafia and say, you you a made guy. He there. He's going to play. He's going to get 18 years in. But back to Harburg and Rule. This is – you get what I'm saying? The first impression that you make on a, on a new coach, if it's like a – you know, where you, both sides can come to some sort of agreement, he could he could make a, a good name for himself and eventually work into something because it ain't about athletic ability. Homeboy can run. He fast. I mean, he's fast. Run, strong. He can jump. And jump. I mean, them dudes ain't just walking. I mean, they ain't walk. They ain't Mm-mm. a lot of dudes. What is he? Six four. Yeah. Two twenty five. Not walking around looking. But like he's two twenty five. They ain't. So they, I'm telling you, when you look at that roster, don't matter what the size is, they ain't got that. They ain't got too many brothers down that. And that's is where which is which because they ain't got too many brothers on that roster that can get up like he can. Now when we play. Baron Miles will get up and raise up on you. Yep. And he with a little itty bitty bitty thing. Look, <laughs> with like five seven. No, he was, he and I was the same height. How tall are you? Five, five nine. Five, yeah, but he would get up on you. Yeah. Does Junior have a future? So I spoke to someone who was at practice and said he was looking pretty good. 
But he he's an athlete. Yeah. He's just been banged Hurt. up. Mm. You know, he had a hip. Hip. Real bad hip. Real bad. Gotcha. Real bad hip. So he and he keeps battling back from from it, but he's got some tools. When he when he showed up as a freshman, yeah, he was doing work. He was our natural, he was the best fielder in yep. returns. And and this is another thing about him was when he came in as a true freshman, he was the only receiver in there. Him and Alante Brown was the only one throwing hands. Straight A, and with no hesitation either. So he he's got some tools. Yeah, he got he's tools. got some tools. He's getting opportunity. And I'm and I heard his dad was in town. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get on him. Baron Miles Senior was in town. I'm gonna get on him. He didn't reach out to me. He usually reaches out to me. He was here. I'm gonna get him. That means he's on a mission. He probably was. Yeah, that means he's he's trying to. He probably he's was. here probably trying to see something, man. He got to see. He's probably trying to see his kid and try to see what the situation is. What the situation is? They twenty deep at that position. Yeah. Uh, they didn't bring. Hey, it was like a Craigslist. If you play receiver, <laughs> you got any? You got any eligibility, love? That's what it was. If Abdul would have said, "I got a half a semester," <laughs> if Abdul would have been down there, hey, he would been a stop route. He been running them them Bruh, back, the, the, the stop routes on him. That man kept saying, "We need another receiver." I'm like, there's twenty on the roster. Who said that? Brashawn? No. Rule? No. Oh, who? Previous regime. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, see that that what that's just them. That's just him saying he's hoping to get Randy Moss. Look, dude. And here's the thing. No, nah, I ain't gonna get into it. All we're right, gonna go to break, and then we're gonna we're gonna wish everybody a happy Easter when we come back. Do we even have any time? Got a couple minutes. Do, but do you do we even have a couple minutes of commercials? If you want to be done, we can just play commercials and be done. All right, we're gonna go two more minutes, and then we can do that, man. Sure. But. Um, Things sometimes, like coaches and stuff like that, like can think like you see whatever somebody else has, and that's what you want. But here's what Iowa does, and this is what Wisconsin does, because Ted Gil- Gilmore's up there, and and some of the guys I play with went to Wisconsin. They just like they just say, you know what? I love what we got, mm-hmm. and I, let's develop, and, and we're gonna do it. Because let me tell you something: you can talk about all the four or five star receivers that you want. That first year. That receiver from Northwestern was doing work. Hey, he was in and out of breaks. He looked like Kyrie Irving yeah. breaking somebody's ankles. Yeah. And then I'm not even going to talk about Amadaris or whatever his name is at Wisconsin. You remember him? Jared Aberderis. Jared Aberderis. Northwestern, Poe Aaron Williams. Hey. Antonio Reed. They were rocking them cats, though. But then they was running them over, though. I know. But – and Abadaris, whatever his name is, was doing work. Doing so much work, he was in Green Bay for a few years. He wasn't no possession receiver. That This is what people need to understand, man. Don't get fooled. And I, that's what we were talking about, Riley Moss and all this. But don't get fooled when you see some dudes out there playing these skill positions and think they ain't going to get it, get at you. Mm-hmm. I see it all the time that I coach basketball. And I tell my players, listen, don't think these dudes are intimidated by you. And don't think. They won't yam on you. These kids are more developed. They ain't scared. And they trying to make a name for themselves. And that's seven on seven. Cause Steve Warren got dudes up there doing cat doing, doing, doing work. Doing work on cat. They yeah. going down to Kansas City, St. Louis. <laughs> they they just say, hey, come one, come all. Come on. I'm doing too. Yeah. He's seven on seventeen. Killing them. Killing them. And I, I know what these cats down south we think all oh, these cats from Nebraska can't, can't play. play. And they be mad when they be losing too, because Abdul be hitting them on social media. Of course he does. Yeah. And exposed to it. But, yeah. but that's been the best thing for 
Nebraska football, high school football. Those two creating opportunities for kids to not kids not to be sitting at home playing right. video games, right? Working and develop on, and, and working get, on their craft. If I was a coaching staff, those are two dudes that I would. And I'm I know there's other other trainers and stuff like that, but those are two guys that I would immediately become friends with and immediately be in constant contact with. It's not even it. it they're getting guys from Iowa and everywhere in all parts of Nebraska to come there and train. But then also the fact that they're able to see those guys, they're going to tell you who else is good that maybe not be playing for them. Bro. And there was an old thing that they had uh, somebody and reach out. I know for a fact, Steve said that he ain't heard from nobody from previous staffs in Preach. a long time. Yep. Because they, first of all, <laughs> One staff didn't recruit Harrison Phillips, who's still playing in the league, talking about he wasn't tall enough to play D-tackle. You ain't got to tell me. I wasn't here for it, but I heard about it. And David Shaw came in here and yep. asked one question, is he the toughest guy in your in your school? And they said, yeah. I heard about it. And then Stanford. Yep. All right. Well, on the bigger and better things, want every I want to wish everybody a happy Easter, happy Master Sunday. Um, for those that celebrate it. Yeah, for those that celebrate it. I got to be, you know, Correct. Uh, uh, correct. Just correct. Yep. Um, but have a good weekend. Enjoy the weather. If you get a chance, go to the Mercado, man. I'm telling you, it's going to be grilling season. You know, Eric talking about he getting summer sexy. We, <laughs> hey, we about to get greedy grilling. <laughs> we about to start grilling. And, uh, and you know, we're going to have a cookout here pretty soon. So it's going to be on a popping, man. But we appreciate you guys listening. Have a good weekend. Austin, Kenny, Jay Foreman, we are out. Man, we are out.